Double Team Podcast. We are back again. Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root, coming off of our live show for WNSP and Mobile yesterday. Um, covered a lot there, but we weren't going to leave you hanging. We were going to come back with a real episode. Last night, we had a little bit more time. Maybe we can go all in-depth on this Laker Nuggets game from last night. Where the Lakers stand, being down 0-2. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good as the biggest Nikola Jokic believer, but I'm not feeling so good as the biggest LeBron lover. Um, it hurts, but I think that, I don't know, I guess I'll get your take on this, but would you agree that whoever makes it out the West is going to be the favorite to win it all? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, if it was, I don't know what to I need a game two of this E-Series to really see if Boston's going to, you know, show up or not. They're just, they can be so disappointing. But if it was Boston, L.A., that would be really close. But Denver, anybody, they're going to be favored. Um, Man, Denver looks so strong. But, I mean, you get out of here, you know, Denver wins by, by five. And Jamal Murray, 23 in the fourth. Dude, AD, AD he was, was crazy, bro. I know it was nuts. He was to taking watch. the toughest pull up shots. LeBron yeah. high fiving him on everyone. That yeah, was just he, insane. He got to a point where you knew they were going in. I mean, he knew they were going in. We knew they were going in. I mean, but look, we've talked about after game one. Oh, the Lakers got to feel good after that loss, right? They figured something out. I mean, do you feel okay if you're the Lakers after losing two games? I mean, there's plenty of reasons, too. I mean, with that kind of fourth quarter from Jamal Murray and how good they looked in game one where everything fell, you still cut a 21-point lead down to, like, three, and now we're losing by five, both these games on the road. I mean, you've got to go home and win two. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they but- definitely will go home and get at least one, but LeBron... That might have been one of his worst uh, playoff performances I've seen. You know, because he always takes that little fu three whenever uh, yeah you're kind of slacking and he pull and he hits you and it just like takes your soul out of you. And he had two of those, maybe three of those opportunities like back to back. Yeah, and he just missed every single one. And then they, and then the Nuggets they're going to capitalize. You know, they're going to run and make you pay for it. LeBron did not look very good last night. He looked he looked. He looked like years a forty-year-old man who's been playing for uh, twenty years. Days. Yeah, man. I mean, and look, I don't know what was going on with him missing layups and dunks, man. There were three of them. There was a airball layup. The dunk he tried to get fancy on. The dunk he tried to get fancy on, and then two other layups. He just, yep. you know, crapped the bed right under the hoop. I don't know what. And then AD, man, I he drives me insane. You said AD's not that good. You're right. Okay. We Thank can talk you. we can talk you. about the talent and the upside all we want, but that's not reality. The reality is, is he's one of the most inconsistent players in the league. So that's who you are. And it's not very good. I mean, you come off a bad AD game, still looks like 18 and 14, but you're four for 15, man. He hit a big three late, one for three from three. But I mean, look, he, he was good at the free throw line. He's been good at the free throw line. But, I mean, man, you're 4 for 15, and you're missing. What are you missing, AD? You're missing all the little hooks by the hoop. Every time he gets close, it's a miss, and he looks dejected and out of it. 
And God, he drives me insane. He forces bad looks to try and stay hot. You know, he's like, you know what? I ain't had a shot in a minute. Let me get one. And he forces just like the worst look ever. And the defense knows, all right, this guy about to try and shoot it and score on us. And then they're leaving him open at three, daring him to beat them at the three-point line. If AD hits like two of those threes, you know, they, the game's tied. Yeah. He's, just not, he's not stepping up. I mean, role players, Rui had 21, 8 for 10 shooting. Reeves had 22. Um, what did you feel when the starting lineups came out with Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell? Did that make you feel any type of way? I was like, all right, what are we doing here? I mean, I thought we I thought we were going to go in a different direction, and that was not the one I saw. D'Lo, well, man. Look, I don't put a lot of stock into the starting lineup. Yeah, you're, it's, it's, like, it's all about the minutes, right? Like, because D'Lo could come out, and start, and then he might not play the whole second half or something. Jared Vanderbilt isn't good. All <laughs> right? There was a, a time when he, I think it was right before Murray started really getting hot. He just completely lost him uh, on a play where he was sticking him, and he just got that wide-open three. And this was when Jamal Murray was really struggling. Like, Jared Vanderbilt, he's your defensive specialist. He can't do anything on offense. He's supposed to only lock up on defense. He can't do it. This the way the Nuggets run their offense. They're just going to run it and switch it to where all of a sudden he's irrelevant. D'Angelo yeah. Russell, he can't play defense. He's supposed to just be a scorer. Well, he's not scoring. He's not working into the Lakers' offense, their system, whatever they're trying to do. And so they're and they're targeting him him on defense. They're playing these guys off the court. And I don't know if maybe they, you know, these are the guys they just traded for, and they're trying to maybe. I don't know, figured out. Hopefully they, they hope they can bring him back in the offseason or something. I don't know, but it just is not working and Denver's just having their way with those two guys specifically. You've got you've got a five that is, I think, maximum effectiveness. You gotta play Davis and James, Austin Reeves, obviously, and then it's Schroeder and Rui. I mean, those are your guys. Cause even uh <clears throat> even Dennis had four points but he is hell on defense and yes. that's what he's going to give you the entire game and has been every game so see, i mean those... if you start if you start your five best players like you just said like i agree those are the five best players for the lakers right now but if you start all them together yeah you're giving it up immediately i mean you've got right, to try it's... to get something out of these other guys like yeah lonnie will get hot i'm um, sure fine but but those are your five and then you've really got you know, there are two guys on the bench that maybe can provide an offensive spark, but that's it. Vanderbilt just hasn't been really anything. You want him to be that that defensive piece you can slide in, but that but Rui is taking all that. I mean, and giving you offense. I yep. with man, I mean, with Rui and Reeves becoming restricted free agents, there's no way the Lakers are going to be able to match offers that come to those guys. I mean, still super young. They're gone, man. They got to be. I mean, I think they're, they're I think the Lakers' biggest thing that they're focused on this offseason is bringing back Austin Reeves. He is their gotta, third guy right now, and he's doing a great job be. at it. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. You can't let all these guys go. But, man, there's going to be some big offers that come these guys' way. I think the Lakers wanted to give Reeves like a $50 million deal over three years, I think. But he's going to get more than that. He's going to get offers for more than that. We'll see if they can match it. He's going to get a $100 million contract offer. Yeah, I mean, we got a long way till then, but still, you can see this team kind of being being 
Uh, we'll see. So look, so look, we talked about they 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 overhyped the oh we're gonna put Rui. We see how that's gonna work. And what did we say? What's the counter? You play Jeff Green, and that's what happened. All of a sudden, AD sticking Jeff Green, and that's when the offense really started moving. Like it's it's like a boxing match, right? You throw a punch, they're gonna counter it and see where your uh open spot is and hit you there. Denver is just smart. Even Contavious Caldwell Pope, who played with the Lakers when they won their championship in the bubble, he said that. Jokic sees the game just like LeBron, if not better. Mm. Yeah, man, I, I love Michael Malone coming out and being like, everyone's acting like our season's over because they put Rui on Jokic for six possessions at the end of that game one. And that's the reality. If you think uh, another NBA team can't, every other NBA team can't figure out a counter to a move. I mean, come on. And I mean, just, you got to love the role players. It's like you, I'll see if I can say this. I want to root for the role players of LA. Like I kind of like them more, but man, when you've got Aaron Gordon and KCP, who's been there before, I think their role players might, might fit better for that team. I mean, just top to bottom of rotation players. It's, it's Denver all the way. Like, well, yeah, he, you can, you can shut and, down Jokic a little bit here and there, but never all the time. And Jamal yeah, Murray and, is and, such a good and piece. This, this Denver lineup, you know, this has been a – it's like they've been working on this same painting, this same sculpture, and adding a little to it. There's been one clear vision of what an offense around Jokic and Murray and Porter can look like and what the best pieces around it should be. And now they've finally gotten, like, the perfect pieces um, around it that they think are going to work. The Lakers, they just threw all this together – in February, just like, man, what's the best thing we can do right now to just try and be competitive this year? And it worked really well, but it's, I just don't, it's just not enough to, to get you to the finals against this Denver team. Now, if they were in the East, they could probably grind it out against a Boston or a Miami and get there. But Nikola Jokic, man, one of the best players, if not the best player that LeBron has ever played against, maybe in his career especially in the playoffs. So it's just, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing for him to do. He's older. AD is, you know, off and on, off and on like a light switch. Well, if you want a, maybe a little sign for hope for the Lakers, this courtesy of uh, Mark Spears, NBA teams have a six and 56 series record all time when trailing a conference final by two zero Two of those six series wins were by LeBron James teams in 2007 and 2018. So he's done it before. He's done it before. So, but man, you're right. It's like, it's funny. Last night, I, my fiance doesn't give a damn about any of this, right? I'm always trying to watch games and, <laughs> and you know, get away with watching games when we could be watching something that she likes. But um, it's like, even last night, she kind of had a, a moment of like, I guess, realizing she's been hearing LeBron's name for almost her whole life and was like, how old is he? Like, and then I was, boom, I'm, I'm open to answer that question and go all in about LeBron and how long he's been playing all this and how it's so impressive. So it's like, you know, just having somebody who isn't following anything ever be like, you know, how old is LeBron? He's like, whatever. But the point there is, I mean, you got to respect and appreciate that they're down 0-2 in the conference finals, that they've made it to this point. 
LeBron is looking a little older. He can he can be gassed. And look, man, you know? according to the old heads, honestly, for LeBron's legacy, he should lose in this round and not the finals. Because if you lose in the finals, people rip you for it. But if you don't even make the finals, they don't care. Which is really dumb, really dumb. But, I mean, okay, That's whatever. I know. Look, man, it, th- I think we've just all come to the conclusion as just a society Anthony Davis is not your second guy. He's your Chris Bosh. He's your Kevin Love. He's the guy that when he gets 40 or 30, it's like, oh, my God, we just won by 20. There's no way we can lose. But you're expecting him to get that 18. You don't want him to have the ball and try and be acting like a star. I know everyone, and I don't get it. People say that AD is the best player on that team. And maybe, like you said, from like potential-wise, but it's just not – it's not the reality. It's just this dream world that we live in, right? Oh, maybe when Ben Simmons starts shooting threes, it's like, bro, <laughs> stop. Let's live in reality. Let's look at what we see. This is LeBron's well, team. They need to bring Kyrie back out there. If you get mm. LeBron, Kyrie, AD, now you're cooking. Man, I mean, we want to crown AD as, you know, the thing for that team because – like it's that potential, man. It's when he gives you forty-five and twenty-five, and and looks great doing it, and good on defense. But that's now not regular. It just isn't. So you've got to be in. You've got to have. You got to be tethered to reality and realize that him as a player is up and down, and more frustration than not. So you know, yeah, you can talk about potential all you want. You can do that with anybody and hype them up. But AD is what he is, man, and he's highly inconsistent. And it's just, it's a mess. I don't know. This this team definitely, definitely has that it. James Harden is better than Anthony Davis right now. I'm not saying that. I'm not That's saying fine. that. Harden folded, man. I mean, come on. Bro, he literally, no, Embiid folded. They both did. Harden was the only reason they won two games. Zero fourth quarter points in three games to end that series. I don't care. I, that is That is horrible. That's Doc. Well, Doc gone, and Harden's gonna be gone too, and that whole no, team's Harden gonna be blown. No, Harden got Doc up. fired. He's staying. Yeah, I know. I was, I know. You're right about that, but I don't know. That's they can try to keep him and keep it rolling. It ain't gonna work ever with that group. But okay, whatever. That's Harden. Um, Let's talk about the East for a little bit, yeah. Well, first, last thing about the West, and really more of the state of basketball, the the damn officiating. And the mm. it, watching that game had a couple points where I, I texted you. I'm like about uh, the D'Angelo Russell flagrant foul. Yeah, it was horrible. And then there were just the whole the both of these teams are foul baiting like crazy. They're trying to flop for everything. Well, why would you like, not? I mean, look, because that's what they call. I get it that that these ticky tack fouls are called, and you're gonna try to get them. Okay, I mean, that's just where, how the game has evolved, but I hate it. And like Mark Jackson, where has the game I love gone? I feel like Mark Jackson. I know that's a highly dramatic old head thing to say, but I felt it because I, there were points in that game like, I hate watching this. I hate this, this where it is today. I, I do. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, they're going to fight for all these little fouls because they're called. You know, and they're going to flop and it's going to be so obvious. And that's just, it's an ugly, ugly thing. They could get rid of that, you know, 
pretty quickly. Just but see, that's tank. the thing. It's like you go to the review. It's like, damn, technically there was a foul here. Did he sell it? Yes, to get me to call it. But it's a fa- it it is a foul, right? So you're just ho- you're wishing, I guess, maybe that the refs didn't call the fouls that are ticky tack. Is that what you're saying? Because they are fouls. Well, I'm not going to point to particular ones from that game. I mean, you can, but it's almost a game between like Schroeder and Bruce Brown within the game of who's going to get the the BS foul calls. And they're laughing at each other after trying to flop. And, you know, that's going on in game. But I mean, you could systematically kind of get a lot of this stuff out of the game. You could bring back the fines. Where did they go? The flopping fines. You know, you can do these things and actually enforce, you know. That's what I'm saying. Stuff. It's like, it's hard. Look, I'm with you, but I'm just like kind of playing devil's advocate here. I hear you. Like, I hear you. I'm just, you know. Like when after they, flop, they, they embellish the foul, right? It's not like there wasn't any contact there. We've seen like when Lance Stevenson does like flop and like no one actually touch him. But this, it's like there is contact. Could you have st- stood your ground and it wouldn't have, no one would have even noticed it? Yeah, but because you flew back, now we do see, oh, look, that guy just got fouled. You go back to the review, oh, it really wasn't that hard. But, I mean, when you look at it, yes, it's a foul. So it's like, what do you do in that regard? Yeah, I just, you know, come playoff time, it's something common, commonly said is let them play. The things get tougher in the playoffs, right? I'm just... You know, being who I am, a fan of the early 2000s NBA, right, it's just something that has clearly gotten to a point that is annoying. I mean, you can agree on that. And it's just a different level of softness in the league. And when half the game is fighting for, you know, playing a role or playing a trying to act well enough to get foul calls is such a part of the game and it's so obvious, it's annoying to watch. And I'm sick of it. I don't – there are so many points like I I don't like watching this. I mean – and these players are smart enough, you know. They'll they'll draw that foul. They'll they'll uh, initiate that contents uh, contact, sell that contact, and you know, two minutes into the game, if the ref calls that, you're that's set the whole game. Now all of a sudden, you know, they're like, okay, I can embellish this level of contact and make it look big enough that it will get called because they called it like this in the first quarter. So if maybe refs just are like, look, we're just not calling that early on and letting it ride and getting in the player's head like okay i actually need to play for real yeah because like this is like going way back but like the uh celtics sixers game uh marcus smart had just like you know just like you're gonna look basketball is a contact sport you're gonna bump into people right so like you bump into someone and you fly back like that's not necessarily a foul like what happened to just being like bigger and stronger than someone else you know what i mean so it's just like things like that yeah, I mean, it, it would take time to definitely retrain these NBA referees to call a different style of basketball and to just not let all the light stuff play a part in the game. And these officials, and it's so wild to me. I mean, it's a longer conversation, but all professional and high-level college sports seem to have terrible officiating, no matter the sport. Every sport in the country, what do we talk about? Way too much. It's officiating. And you know, whether it's college basketball, college football, NFL, all of it, we're always talking about horrible officiating, and the NBA is, is definitely included in that, too. I don't know how it's the case, how it's possible when you've got, you know, these leagues making billions of dollars and we can't figure out the officiating. So, I don't know. That's a longer conversation that I don't have answers for. But uh, 
just had to, you know, scream a little bit about it. You know, it was annoying. It is annoying. But whatever. We can move on. Who you got tonight? I mean, it has to be Boston, right? Yep. It has to be. I, I'd be curious to see what those odds are. I'm sure they're a very heavy favorite. But look, man, I this is a team. Jason Tatum's not just going to get a casual 50 points a game, 40, 30. Oh, here he is. Every night he's got his 40. Like, this isn't the team he's going to do that against. And, like, look, we said this in the live show. Everything that the Celtics are weak at is everything that the Miami Heat are elite at. Best coach, arguably, in the NBA. Joe Mazzula doesn't know what the hell's going on. Just came out uh, a report that... The dude watches the town with Ben Affleck in it four times a week. What are you doing, dude? When people say watch film, that ain't what they're talking about. <laughs> and then you got the Celtics. They lose that intensity, right? Like we've said before, their star player isn't the alpha dog in the locker room. It's like Al Horford and Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like they got the skill, but they're not that guy. Jimmy Butler is that guy. Everyone on the team of Miami has that mindset. So, and look, when it comes to the NBA, like we live in the way that the game is now, there's so much talent across the entire NBA. Every NBA player right now could be the best player of all time if they played in the 80s. The talent is so widespread that it comes to such tiny, minute things that give you an edge. Things like your mindset, right? Your intensity, your drive, your hustle. Those are the things that matter in the playoffs because everyone's skill is basically the same. We say that Boston's got the more talented team, but it's really not that far from even like the seventh seed, eight seed, 10th seed, whatever, as we see as Miami, you know, going through the playing and now they're playing them. So I think just knowing all that, I think that this is a series that Miami can win. And I think Miami really believes that too. They can win and, you know, everything you're saying, I pretty much agree with. And coaching can make such a big difference in the playoffs. That's why it's wild to see Imani Williams, Doc, Budenholzer, these guys, established guys, champions, get fired because the advantage of having an Eric Spolstra over a Missoula is huge. Especially, I mean, no time more than right now in the playoffs. And you just – I love Eric Spolstra. I think he's the best coach in the league. Um it's just having that is so big and you're right. The gap really isn't that big, but you know, you asked Boston's a nine point favorite minus four thirty, plus three twenty eight for Miami. And I mean, Miami's is good enough and they play hard enough. They could win. I mean, they could easily win again tonight and the next one and the next one, just by capitalizing on the shortcomings of Boston, you know, it's like, who do you want? Do you want a supremely talented team? And, you know, it's just purely talent. Or do you want the team that works hard and does all the little things? I think if you're a fan, I would love to be a Miami fan. I mean, they're not going to let you down a lot, you know. They might just get beat by a better team, but they're not going to go without trying. So, as a fan, you got to love that, man. But I don't know, man. I we'll like see. If, I feel like if Boston were to make the finals somehow – they would be so undeserving of it. Just the way that their stars have not played well in the playoffs. Their coach does not know what he's doing, but somehow they just, you know, haphazardly fall into over in the finals. Meanwhile, you got Miami 
losing their first playing game to Atlanta, who also almost took the Celtics to seven, uh, mind you. So you guys can actually thank Atlanta for uh, putting uh, Miami against Milwaukee and getting them here. So, you know, you're welcome, Miami fans. But look, Miami had to go through the first seed. Then they had to go through New York in the garden. They're grinding it out. They don't even have Tyler Hero. So it's just, I don't know how you can root for Boston at this point in time. At least, I i mean, that's just me. Did you see this? I'm sure it is not real, but it is uh, interesting to look at. The NBA script that got leaked. <laughs> yeah, and how they, like, crumpled up the paper to make it look like they <laughs> right. stole it or whatever. Yeah, Um I'm not going to read all of it. They've got conference finals on here, but the N- the NBA finals on the NBA script that was leaked, the LA Lakers to defeat the Boston Celtics in game seven, LeBron James to score 53 points in game seven, and him winning the finals MVP. All right, sign me up. I'm good for it. All right. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> but oh, look, well. it's just like, I could see a world... Where Miami competes with Denver. I'm I'm personally I'm already writing off LA. Are you are you with me here? Not yet. No? They're gonna go home. The, the home court's gonna matter. I mean, look, these games are so close that the home court's gotta mean something. They're gonna go home. They gotta win too. They're gonna. I just think like Denver's I just don't think there's a chance. And I Denver's think LeBron feels that. I'm just trying to hang on to something, man. And the fact that these games have still been close and they're on the road, right? I'm going to say home court means something. They go home and went to, and then we'll reevaluate. Look, Jokic didn't even have that good of a game I last know. night. Yes, he had like a 30-point triple-double again, but like... <laughs> that's not that good for him, right? I, I know. Mean, that's for... what it, was, it wasn't like that good of a Jokic game, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, I just got, I have to expect more shots to fall for the Lakers. I mean, you cannot be that horrible from beyond three. I mean, they're going to go home and hit some shots, and they better. And I've, I'm just hanging on to something, whether I really believe that or not. I don't know. Just, uh... See, I think that it's going to be the Nuggets in the West, and I just really don't want it to be Boston. God, I don't want it to be I'm, Boston. I'm with you on the not deserving to be there if they get there, but... They're going to have their hands full. You know, I've I've been in on Miami for this whole time, saying they're not going to be a pushover for anybody, right? I've, I really like them against New York. I've, I've just kind of given them their credit that they deserve as being a team that's going to be difficult for anybody in the league, right? I mean, if they end up playing, if it's Miami, Denver, they're going to win some games against Denver. They just are, right? They're not getting swept by anybody. They're going to show up and, and win against anybody, and maybe not the whole thing. But if it's Denver, Miami, I know they're going to play at least six games, and uh, it's going to be a, a, a fight of a series. That's any goes for anybody that Miami's playing. I just believe it. You have to at this point. I just think this is the year that Nikola Jokic gets his ring. You know, yeah. we didn't want to give him that third MVP because, oh, now all of a sudden you're in, like, the upper, upper echelon of all-time NBA greats. Like, now you're all of a sudden in, like, the top 10 debate. I think this is the year that he gets it done. I mean, like, just based off the eye test, if you're watching these games, you cannot say that Nikola Jokic isn't the best player in the NBA and maybe one of the best that you've ever seen. Like, you not become numb just because games are high scoring now in the regular season that you're seeing this guy get 35, 15, and 10, and you're just like, ah, this is that new NBA. Look, the no. final score is like 105, right. dude. Right. So, like, he's doing everything, man. 
And I think we just we just got to give the guy credit, man. And when he gets that ring, I don't want to hear anything else. I'm not, Where is Jokic? We got like 10 minutes left. So now let's just kind of just go random <laughs> with it. I know we haven't prepped this, planned this. You don't have any list or anything. Where does Jokic rank for you right now based off what you've seen and what he does all time? And then I want you to tell me the best player that you that he is above and the one player that he's behind. Oh, that's, I mean, off the cuff. But, like, look, first, I'll say that, and I said this yesterday on the live show, like, every minute that goes by, you have to respect him more. And I have. I've been slow to the party, right, of, of trying to resist the the giving him all the credit that he does deserve. And he does deserve it. But, man, to answer that, that's – all right, let's 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 think about it. Should it be class of big men only? I mean – No, he, all time, all – I hear you. I'll throw out some names if you want. And you okay. can tell me if he's higher than or lower than on your all-time list. Are you ready? Yes. What about the name Larry Bird? <laughs> I just can't do it yet. You're going to give me a bunch of names, and I can't do that yet. But, I mean, go win this ring first. But and you're let's telling talk. me, though, I mean, but listen, though. Two, dude's got two MVPs, right? But I'll, I could say to you, like, is he better than Bill Russell? Yeah. Hell yeah. As a basketball player, he is. But, damn it, I can't go that far to say it. I mean, Bill Russell's an 11-time champion, an icon, a founding father of the league. So, you know, look, that's just – is he better than Wilt Chamberlain? I mean, I don't know. I can't – I just don't feel right. I feel dirty trying to answer that question right now. Go win this ring first and let, let's talk. He's got to get the ring. That's been the knock. Um, go get one. Uh, two MVPs in a ring and, you know, you've, right, well, you've look, got to – Nikola Jokic is going to be a guy who gets a ring. If it's not this year, I mean, he's dude's got a prime that's going to go at least five more years just based off how he moves his body. He's better than Carl Malone. Okay. What about Dirt? Oh, man. Nah. Not, I mean, no. Yeah. Well, see, damn it. You're making me. This is, uh, like I said, I feel dirty. I can score just as efficient I know, as Dirt I know. Can. That's why I'm saying I feel dirty trying to say, you know, you that's talk. That's what I'm saying. Look, this, this is. People are scared to have these conversations, right? <laughs> That's why everyone was so afraid to say LeBron's up there as one of the best. Now, all of a sudden, it's been, it took us 20 years. And now, all of a sudden, it's just become unanimous that LeBron has to be top three. It took 20 years for us to get to that point. It's just we too need early. To start to... giving people they flowers while they're here, man. And then you can be like, I told you so when you're right in the future and everybody catches on. Yeah, I mean, but without the ring, and it's still early on, he's better than Charles Barkley, okay? He's better than uh, – but it's just tough to to have a guy still kind of early on in the process without the ring. Yeah, you've got the two MVPs, but get the ring. It's got to happen. Best, right. best playoff performer in NBA history. <clears throat> best offensive player statistically. We're going analytics in NBA history. Two-time MVP. Probably should have been a third. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have any all-star teammates. He's no super team out there. It's all him. It's a big man that's getting... Remember how crazy we were about Russell Westbrook's numbers back in the day? Yep. This guy gets it as a seven-foot big man. 
and he actually wins with it. It's not just stats. Better than Patrick Ewing. I mean, I'm trying yeah, here. Definitely. Just give me some See, time. You're all the obvious ones, though. I know. So give me I some time. I want you to because... name that controversial one that you know is true, but you're scared. Hmm. Kevin Durant. Better than Kevin Durant. Wow. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about KD's rings. I mean, the more times it goes by, yeah, that's not impressive to me. He's better than KD. Right. It's going to be easier for me as as more recent the player gets. It's going to be easier for me to say that Jokic is better, if that makes sense. I mean, I just can't tell you. I can't yet come out and say he's better than Larry Bird. I'm not. I, I don't have that in me yet. But, you know, give, give me some time sure. and I'll get Kevin there. Durant is better than Larry Bird. <laughs> it's just a it, you know what it is. I mean, it's a it's a it just hurts to kind of say these things yet without the ring we're coming off yeah two mvps okay use your eyes man i know i this know dude's I reading know. the floor like lebron dude is facilitating the whole offense and he's getting 40 points and 15 rebounds on a crazy efficiency and he does it with a little flash people say that he's boring to watch i don't know what they're looking at every well, pass he throws is no look the cameraman can't even keep up with where the ball is the ring is a huge deal. Like, yeah, the numbers are great, and it's it's all this, but it has to amount to something. That's why he's not yet near Tim Duncan, okay? You can say what you want about the style Tim Duncan played, but kind of the same deal. And it worked, and to capture the ultimate goal is rings. And Tim Duncan did that. So he's not yet there for me, even close to Tim Duncan. You've got to get this ring, and then we'll talk. I mean, that's, that is what it is. So, so would I mean, you agree that Nikola Jokic is the best player in NBA history to never have won a ring at this point in his career? Now that's that's a good question. First first instinct is to say yes. I mean, I mean you got Paul Malone, you got Allen Iverson, you got Charles Barkley, you got Carmelo Anthony, you got James Harden. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, okay, yes. If that if that makes people mad, whatever. But you look at them and yes. I think that can be said. I mean, you're going to get right, people. Now, see, I still want you to say someone who has won a ring that he's that you know he's better than. I I should be giving an attaboy for for giving you KD. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I'll take that. I'll take that. Kevin Garnett. Oh yeah, by far for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just Dirk is is tough, but he's right there. I can't say that one yet. I mean, probably the, the answer is probably yes to anyone you're going to tell me, but it's just not there yet. He's got it's to just get like this imagine right. if you mix Dirk with LeBron, and that is Nikola Jokic, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, well, I'll give you those, but again, I, I'm not giving you anything else until he wins the ring, and he's got such an, a good opportunity to do it. I mean, this is has to be their year. It's going to be a big disappointment, be a bigger disappointment for any of these teams left to not win. It'd be a bigger disappointment if Denver doesn't win. I mean, they have to. He has to. He has to. And he's got to go through. The only way to the throne is what? Through the king. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't write it better. No, you couldn't. But, hey, he's got to get it because if he doesn't, again, we're going to be saying the same things about Denver not being able to win. And, you know, that's just it's it's what has All to right, happen. All right, how about I'm gonna flip it on you. Got two minutes left. About to wrap it up. If Jimmy Butler mm. were to grind it out, take this team to the finals and win. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a conversation I like to have. I mean, where do you put Jimmy? I mean, he's a tough one to place, right? I mean just... Jimmy with a ring based off this season and what it would take to get it this year. 
you have to put him up there in that like Dirk category, I think. Dwayne Wade, I mean, is yeah. he is he better than D Wade? I, you know, that's gonna that's gonna be sacrilegious to say too. I mean, <laughs> you know, especially for the Heat, doing it for the Heat. I mean, but look, I yeah. mean, it would just be such an incredible feat if he were to take this team, and it's such his team. It's Hemi Butler, right? It's it's him doing all this. Yeah. Um, so it would be such an incredible thing. You would have to be able to. Then ask yourself which ring's more impressive. Was it Dirk's? Is it Jimmy's? I mean, it right. would be a whole conversation. All start. of a sudden, he's in all-time conversations, right? If you have best championships ever, hardest roads ever to the yeah. playoffs, through the playoffs. But that's why I think I'm rooting for Denver. And, well, see, on the West, I'm good either way. Because if LeBron yeah. gets there, it's like, oh, my God, he's the GOAT. I'm, You know, four, almost 40 years old, 20 years in, he's doing it. But... And then if Denver gets there, it's like, Nikola Jokic, you finally made it. Prove to the world what you're actually about. And the same with Miami. It's like Jimmy Butler, if he makes it, wow, what a storyline it'll be that he got there and playing in that. And if he wins, it'll be even crazier. That's why I'm just like, Boston, get the hell out of here. You're right. I mean, I've been trying to hype Boston for years now. And it's just, it's more frustrating than anything. So give me a team that wants to win these games and is going to do everything they can. Miami's the cooler story, the more fun story. Uh, but man, we, we filled all that time and we got a game tonight. We'll see what, uh, Boston, if they can show up or not. I don't know, but Hey, once again, you've been double teamed.